Hey, Toasties. I'm Missy, here with my bestie, Johnsy. Hey, y'all. And welcome to our Toasted Shenanigans. How you doing? I'm doing. Doing good? I'm doing. Just getting over the, the doozy of a story we yeah. had. Yeah, that was, a, that was a lot. It was a lot. But it felt good to like, tell it and let everybody else know. So Yes, I would agree. So if you haven't listened yet, go back, you slacker. Yeah, you slacker. <laughs> Do you have to go back like three? Sorry. It was a lot to tell. What you drinking? Oh, you get your sour beer. Yeah, I got the sour shit again. I'm not even going to acknowledge it because it's that bad. Yeah, I'm not even going to try it because you said it was sour. Yeah. And you know how I feel I'll about- open it. No, oh, you guys get to hear that. Yeah. But it, it's... She was that excited that she forgot to open it before we started recording. Mm. Oh, that's a sexy oh, face. But it's what, it's what was left because my wonderful significant other drank the rest. Oh, but. isn't he sweet? <laughs> Men yeah. could be the sweetest and the sweetest at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's a sour one. I do not like sour beers. It's yeah. a sour IPA. Yeah, your face said it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm still, I'm still drinking Bold Rock. It still got. tastes like fermented apple juice. It really, I mean, yeah. It, berry, peach don't taste either one of them. Blueberries. No, you don't taste the berry or the peach. And peach is such a, like, a distinct flavor. You should be able to pick that up. I, I really thought, because I don't like peach, that when I tasted it last time, mm-hmm. that I was going to hit up the notes of the peach and be, like, disgusted. But I sipped it and I was like, no, it just this tastes, tastes like apple. It tastes like regular cider. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it over here. All right. So welcome back, guys. Welcome back from our doozy of a time to a new doozy of a time. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got sound. Oh, shit. I didn't put it on silent. <laughs> we're just <laughs> fucking up left and right today. This is how much we're trying to come down from our last story, guys. Yeah. Um, But today's story was recommended to us on TikTok, on the TikToks, from Louis Ratana. I'm so sorry if I if I said that wrong, guys. I'm really sorry. But uh, they t- tagged us in this. Uh, I'm going to hand you your phone back here okay. so you can put your sound off. Sorry, guys. They, re- they requested this one, or they tagged us in it on TikTok. Um, so instantly, of course, I looked into it right away and had to talk about it. <clears throat> Because it kind of fit the theme of our latest latest story. Actually, the last three stories ended mm-hmm. in the 90s. Fred and Rose were finally arrested in the 90s, late nine, early 90s. Sorry, it was mm-hmm. 92. Uh, your story was 93. 90, yeah, 93, 94. And this one is also from the 90s. It was in 94 into 95. So this story um, is about a little boy named Dwan Sims. Mm-hmm. Um. And it is a cold case and uh, still open. So let's get into it, you guys. You ready? I'm for ready that? for it. So it was December 11th, 1994, in Livonia, Michigan. And people from Michigan, if I pronounce that incorrectly, please, I do apologize, but that is how I'm going to be pronouncing it because that is what it looks like to me. Um, it was at the Wonderland Mall, and it was crowded ready for holiday shoppers and about 4 p.m the festive moods of all the shoppers was disrupted by an announcement that a little boy was lost in the mall oh no the little boy's name was dwan sims and he was at the mall with his mother dwana harris dwan 
was excited to go to the mall because he was there to look for Power Ranger toys. Oh, Power Rangers were all big in the early 90s. Yeah, I miss Power Rangers. They're still around. That's not the same Power Rangers. It's really not. Um, So security tried searching for Dwan, and as the mall cleared out with no sign yet of the little boy, police showed up to conduct a search of the property. This search would end up being one of the largest and longest the state of Michigan has ever seen. Ooh, Michigan. Okay. Because that's, that says a lot because, yeah, it's Michigan. Yeah. Wow. So, a little bit about Dwan. He was your typical little boy, happy, energetic, and full of life. He had a smile that could light up the room. And honestly, guys, when we get the pictures up on this story and you see on our Instagram, his smile. Oh, my gosh. Like, thinking about his smile breaks my heart heart he did have that smile that just it lit up the room so you'll see what i mean he lived with his mother duana and her boyfriend victor jackson on the west side of detroit they had just moved to their apartment on i'm gonna i think it's vaughn street that's mm-hmm. b-a-u-g-h-a-n so mm-hmm. vaughn street so the neighbors at the time didn't really get to know them, but said that they were a very pleasant and quiet family. They would um, they would see Dwan playing outside with his mother, always keeping a watchful eye on him. Um, she was a telemarketer and had Dwan enrolled in a nearby daycare so that he could be um, with kids his own age. I said um like a million times, guys. I'm sorry. Hope y'all have your water yeah, ready. Yeah, have your water ready. Uh, <laughs> there I go. The weekend... Uh, fuck. It's okay. It's okay. Not I'll like a, a, I'll take a sip for them. I'm gonna take a sip. I'm gonna, gonna take a sip, knows. guys. I'm gonna take a sip because like I feel like I'm not like um 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 um. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I'm nervous. <laughs> because it means so much to you. It does. This story did mean a lot to me. The weekend had been like any other. Duana was getting her hair done with her cousin, bringing Duan with her. They got some food for him on the way there, and Dwan sat and ate his food and watched cartoons as his mother got her hair done. Her her cousin and her sat and talked with the hairdresser while they're getting their hair done, and he is just kind of doing his little thing. Dwana and Victor had plans to go out on a date night that evening, so Dwana took Dwan to a friend's house for her date night. Now, Dwan ended up spending the night over there, and the next day, Dwana woke up at around 10 a.m., gathered some dirty laundry before going to go get Dwan. Of course, Duan was already awake. He's a four-year-old mm-hmm. little boy. Those kids yeah. are up at like 6 a.m. And he is playing basketball and telling his mother's friend all about the Power Ranger figures he wanted to buy when him and his mommy went to the mall together. When his mother arrived, he was so excited that he raced to put his shoes on and was already running to her car. <clears throat> they had then stopped at the laundromat to do about five loads of laundry. As Dwan sat and watched cartoons while his mother did laundry, then they went to Dwana's mother's home to get a vacuum cleaner, and then they took everything home. Okay. Now, this is kind of when things get a little bit confusing. So, Dwana told police that the mall trip was a spur-of-the-moment trip after going to the laundromat. hmm She came home to drop things off and wanted to leave Dwan home, but mm-hmm. Victor was taking a nap, so she figured he didn't want to be bothered to babysit and just took Dwan with her. With her. Mm-hmm. 
that's that's where things are kind of confusing. So when she alerted the police that Dwan was missing, she said that that wasn't even on the radar as a plan, yet Dwan spent the whole day telling the babysitter that that's what him and his mommy were going to do. Now, I don't know if that's because, you know how kids can be, they yeah. they make the plans up in their head, and she probably got the idea about going to the mall because Dwan was in the car she talking about it. She probably mentioned it briefly, and then that's like the <clears throat> set-go plan, because again, like you said, it's a four-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. So the drive from their home to the mall is about 30 minutes, and she ended up telling the police that she arrived around 1.45 p.m., and she had parked and entered uh, through the mall at the Target. Initially, she wanted to do some shopping at Target, but found that it was just too crowded, so she just continued through the mall. Okay. Now, it's December. Isn't the whole mall going to be crowded? I would think so, especially in that area. Yeah. Yeah. As they walked the brief, uh, the briefly, they briefly stopped in front of a toy store where Dwan wanted to go inside to look at his Power Ranger toys, but mm-hmm. Dwana wouldn't let him. She then continued to walk past a perfume store and a clothing store, and that's when she realized that Dwan was no longer by her side. Oh shit! <clears throat> okay. So Dwana searched around for about two hours. Naturally, she thought that he went to that toy store and like obviously went there and she continued to search all over the place for like i said two hours before deciding mm-hmm. to alert the mall security why she waited two hours is beyond yeah, me you think that she would speak up a little bit sooner well i had a situation my own situation where i thought my son was lost i was terrified i was at a fair i was at a state mm-hmm. fair and we had stopped to get hot cheese curds and mm-hmm. then we walked into a building shortly after we were eating the cheese curds and I thought my son was in the in the stroller because at the time he was like three. Mm-hmm. So I thought he was in the stroller. I could have swore I put him in the stroller. And we walked to the building and inside the building, there's bathrooms right away. So we're like, oh, we're going to take a quick potty break. Everybody go to the bathroom. Well, Jackson, Jackson was potty trained at the time. And I went to the front of the stroller because it was a sit and stand stroller. So mm-hmm. Angel gets in the back. And uh, I went to the front to ask if he had to go potty. I'm like, Bubba, you got to go potty. And I looked, and he was not in the stroller. Mm. And I I instantly freaked because we're in a crowded, crowded, crowded yeah, fair. Yeah, absolutely. My first thing I did, I didn't even go run to the bathroom to shout inside to see if, Jack, if he was with my husband. I quickly ran out of the building because my first thing is the last place I know I saw him was at cheese curd stand. But I went to security office that was right there told them my son is missing this is what he looks like this is what he's wearing this is his name I think this is where I might be able to find him but I need you to know this now that was my first thing Mm -hmm. my first thing I didn't waste any second I talked to them first told them everything about him and then I ran to the cheese curd stand screaming my son's name at that point looking like a frantic lost woman and finally, my phone rang, and they're like, we got him. It was like a matter of probably three minutes. Mm-hmm. Come to find out. Probably seemed like a lifetime. It though. seemed like a lifetime for me. Um, come to find out, my son had slipped out as my husband, my back was turned, and my husband's walking to the bathroom. My son had slipped out of the stroller because he kept doing that all day long, slipping in and out of the stroller to follow my husband into the bathroom to go potty. Uh, okay. Uh, and somehow, and it was quite a distance from where we were sitting to the bathroom. I don't know how I didn't notice my son doing that. And my husband's just like, why didn't you just shout in the bathroom to see if I had him? I could have told you and you would have eased you right away. I was like, that was not 
thought in my brain. No, because the, you just immediately saw the need for help. Yeah. So the fact that she did not frantic for two hours was kind of weird to me and that she waited two hours before she finally alerted the the security mm-hmm. um it was not a security person actually that she alerted she just it was kind of the first person she saw a radio with and it was a, a actually a cleaning lady but the lady got on the phone on the radio and alerted the security office and around 4 p.m of a little boy missing and immediately they started searching for Dewan. After alerting security, Duana said that her mother worked uh, part-time at Lady Foot Locker. Mm-hmm. So maybe he went to go see his grandma. Mm-hmm. So she had went and checked, but he wasn't there. And Beverly ha- Beverly Harris, Duana's mother, was actually really shocked that he was missing for two hours and she was just finally learning about it. Uh, she left work to join the search right away for her missing grandson. Absolutely. Yeah. I That seems like... I don't know that. Mm, yeah, I hate to judge a parent, but it, it does seem a little suspicious. That you waited that long. Yeah, and like her mother even was like, well, "I can maybe get behind an hour, maybe." And I mean, well, I'll get into a little bit more here. So eventually, after searching and not finding Dewan, a member of the security team decided to contact the local police. The police did another search of the entire mall, including the basement and other areas that are not usually accessible to customers. When nothing was found to indicate that Duan was in the mall, they grew worried that he had left the mall and got lost or worst abducted. Mm. <clears throat> they continued searching all through the night, and unfortunately, Duan was never found. Oh, no. So this was on a Sunday. Monday came. And several other agencies joined the search for Dwan, along with the Livonia Police Department, members of the FBI, the Detroit, Mich- the Detroit Police Department, and the Michigan State Police all took part into the investigation. The mall was searched for a third time, this time using tracking dogs, but still found nothing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mall employees were interviewed and surveillance footage from Sunday was pulled. The employees during the interview never recalled even seeing Dwan in the mall. However, a few did recall seeing Dwana late in the afternoon. Well, if he's in a, like, stroller or something. He was not in a stroller. Oh. Oh. A few detectives were assigned to interview Duana, Victor, and Beverly, while others were assigned to the ta- the tedious task of combing through that surveillance footage, mm-hmm. or if he had left the mall with anybody. The detectives also interviewed Duan's biological father, and it was confirmed that he had absolutely nothing to do with the disappearance, and he had not seen Duan since Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and had a solid alibi showing he was not in the area on Sunday. Well, at least it sounds like the police department's doing their job. I was going to say, you know, went straight to the parents first. Yeah. As you should. Mm-hmm. Duana's story remained the same. She repeated everything she had said before, other than she said that she never held his hand when they were out shopping because he liked to feel independent, and she was used to him going off on his own because he would do that when they go grocery shopping, but he would always return to her side. Now, a grocery store and a mall are two different things. Especially at the holiday. Yeah. So he was not... And he's four. 
He was not in a stroll. It was, it was the 90s. He was not in a stroller. He just walked by his mama's side. Well, if anything, it's more acceptable to put him on one of those little, like, leash things in the 90s. I know my mom had one of those for my sister because she, too, she liked her independence. And sometimes she'd hold my mom's hand, but there was a lot of times she'd let my mom's hand go. So she, at the, it was one of those, like, it's strapped to her wrist with Velcro mm-hmm. and it's strapped to my yeah, mom's typical wrist. typical 90s. Yeah, the, the, now you got the cute backpack ones, um, which people do frown on that. And I have a story on that one, too. Um... But it it was my my mom said it was godsend to have that because it gave my sister that independence. But she always knew that she's not gonna go far. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a backpack one for my son because my son too hated holding my hand. He mm-hmm. still to this day hates holding my hand just through the parking lot when we're crossing you know the busier parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I had that backpack on, and someone decided to say that's a sign of lazy parenting. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I was about to haul Sorry off. Sorry if I just offended you. I was about to haul but. off and like get kicked out of the zoo she's lucky i love that zoo too much sorry it's not your child after hours of combing through the surveillance footage the police made a disturbing discovery dwan never appears on camera at all there was nothing to indicate that he was ever at the mall that sunday mm-hmm. however dwana did appear on film but not until 4 p.m when she had entered the mall and approached a cleaning woman to tell her about her missing son. She can't be that stupid. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> they disputed that she she searched for Dwan for two hours prior to the, alerting the security. So this was a dispute right away. It's like, that's what her story was. is two hours of, of searching. This disputed that right away. Mm-hmm. There was no way that she could have searched an entire mall without being on camera. Mm-hmm. Meaning, absolutely. She, meaning, she simply just wasn't there, is what they're saying. With the knowledge of the surveillance cameras, detectives began looking a bit closer at Duana. Mm-hmm. She again repeated and insisted that the day happened as she explained it, but had no explanation for Duan not being on camera. She was very cooperative. She allowed them to ser- uh, search her home which showed nothing incriminating. She also agreed to go to the police station and take a polygraph test. Mm -hmm. By Tuesday now, police were starting to doubt Duana's versions of the story. However, her family still stood by her side. And Beverly believed that the police were focusing on her daughter because of a recent situation in South Carolina that you all may know about. This situation happened six weeks prior to Dwan's missing, and that situation is about a woman named Susan Smith. Okay. And Susan Smith was the woman who claimed her children were abducted by a man, a black man, and he killed her kids. But really, she's the one who killed her kids. Oh, shit. It was really big on the news because she was always on TV crying and how this this horrible black man stole her babies. And I, I want to say she was the one with the Suburban who, like, drove the the, ba- the kids into the Suburban. Mm-hmm. But the the man decided not to die with these kids or whatever. And he, he left them and they just drowned in the Suburban. Really, she's the one who drove the fucking Suburban in the... Do you remember that story? I don't, but it, it's shitty nonetheless. Yes. Uh... She was the one who claimed her kids were abducted, but she's actually the one who killed them herself. The worst of it all, though, is that she was always on TV crying. Like, she had no involvement. Like, that she was actually upset by this. Yeah. 
So mm. Beverly believes because of this stupid woman is why the police are looking at Duana the way that they're looking at her. And she believes that that story tainted how the police handle situations and the way that they view her daughter. Police ended up ignoring that comment made by Beverly. Well, I would, too. Looking at, like, just what you've told me, just based off facts. We're looking at factual evidence. Sorry, guys. We're looking at factual evidence. It doesn't look good for Dewana. No. Unfortunately. Uh, Dewana was given two polygraph tests, however, and she did fail both of them. But she claimed that she failed them because she was upset, not because she's guilty. And that, with the history of polygraph tests, I can understand that. I can understand that. If she's truly telling the truth and she is truly that upset, I could see that fucking it up. There's so many people who pass the polygraph test that it's just because they believe yeah. their lies so much to be truth. I can so, tell you, I, I I trust a medium or whatever I trust before a, I trust a, a I trust, polygraph test. I trust a damn crystal over a polygraph test. Yeah, I, I don't. Those. It's just awful. Keep going. The police were unable to find any physical evidence that showed she was guilty, but thought that they could make a case that they could find his body. Mm-hmm. So they started the search away from the mall and concentrated on areas near Duana's home and again found nothing. Okay. The, little's fam- the little boy's family was irate that the police were focusing on finding a body. And... I can understandably th- say so on that, too. I mean, it's only within a week of this little boy missing. And at that point, you're telling me you think my son is dead. My little well, four-year-old yeah, is dead. Yeah, usually after 48 hours. I'm sorry. That is. I know you're a parent. No, I know. I but know. But usually that is the case. I know. So they were doing the right thing. I, I like Usually yeah. in a case where I want to say, yeah, no, the authorities were wrong. I know. They did everything right in this case. Right. I know. And but I can understand why they're right. Like yeah, absolutely. they want to hold on to that see the hope. family's point of view. Absolutely. And, and they did. They believed that he was still alive and maybe he was just abducted. Yeah. <clears throat> Somebody just went their cute little boy. And they handed out missing person flyers and put up posters and they begged mm-hmm. for any information, offering five thousand dollar reward for information for his safe return. Which was a probably a a lot for their little family. Yes. The police received numerous calls of possible sightings, but were not able to confirm them. A total of 50 investigators were assigned to the case in the months. Oh, that's a lot. In the months after Dwan's disappearance, they interviewed hundreds and found nothing solid about what had happened to this sweet little boy. The search, they searched all of Detroit in several suburb areas using dogs, horses, ATVs, and helicopters. Damn. They checked trash cans, dumpsters, cars, abandoned buildings, parks, and homes of all of Dwan's relatives, but found nothing completely empty-handed. Mm-hmm. Beverly said that the police were very nice to her family, but still felt that the fo- they focused too much on her daughter, Dwana, as being involved and thought it completely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Everyone the police interviewed echoed that Dwana was a loving and concerning parent who was a great mother to Dwan. There was no allegations of abuse or neglect, 
and Dwan had been a happy and well-adjusted child who showed no signs of a troubled life. Okay. Though these things were said of Duana's character, the police still had their doubts, which prompted Duana to hire a prominent attorney at this point. Mm-hmm. She was too upset to go back to work, and she hardly left the house, but she held on hope that her son would soon return to her. And detectives looked into exactly what Duana and Duan had been doing between noon and three. And, okay. and again, this is where things get confusing. They believed it would be the key to solving this case. Mm-hmm. So Duana claimed that they, they were at the laundromat and that Duan was watching cartoons during that time okay. that she was doing laundry. Oh, sorry, guys. After investigating, they found the laundromat only had but a few basic channels and none of them showed cartoons after 11 a.m. on Sunday. Duana was there at 12. Oh, sorry, guys. Oh, my God. Again, Duana was unable to explain the inconsistencies. She also said that they went to her mother's home around 1 p.m., but no one there recalled seeing Duana or Duan that day. The police asked for any witnesses who might have seen them on Sunday to help fill in the blanks. And again, nothing. Nobody had anything. And then eventually the case went cold. Duana stopped cooperating with police and they weren't able to find anything that could link Duana to Duan's disappearance. They never found a crime scene and even admitted there was a chance that he may still be alive. They just didn't know where to look. Beverly quit her job at Lady Foot Locker in the mall because she wasn't able to return to where her grandson was last seen. Mm-hmm. And in 2003, the mall was eventually tore down. Mm. Over the years, investigators continued to look into Duan's case, and unfortunately, they still aren't able to determine what happened. They investigated more than 1,200 leads. And unfortunately, nothing came of them. They even had his picture in the mailing listings that you'd get sent to your house to almost 60. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. To almost 60 million homes across the U.S. A few people called with leads that led to dead ends. Mm. And in 2019, a young man came forward believing that he possibly could be Dwan. Um, He submitted a DNA test to prove it. And Duana met with the young man while waiting for the results, but she said that he didn't have the same birthmarks as her son, and she didn't believe it was Duan. They didn't do any DNA tests? They did. He, oh, okay. he submitted a DNA okay. test. Um, unfortunately, those results did come back negative. Okay, so she was right. Yeah, she just, looking at him, said, I don't think that's my son. Which, when I was reading about that part, made me think of the movie The Changeling with Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Duana moved to North Carolina, where she never gave up hope for her son's return. She still continued her search and continued maintaining her innocence. And December 10th, 2020, 26 years later, almost to the day that Duana went missing, Duana ended up dying of a heart attack in her home. Oh. Yeah. So Dewan's case is still actively being investigated by cold case detectives. They believe one day they will get answers the fa- that they finally needed to close this case. Now, I'm going to leave this with you guys. Is Dewan Sims 
was a four-year-old when he went missing in 1994. Mm-hmm. He has black hair and brown eyes. At the time of his disappearance, he was three feet tall and weighed 50 pounds. He was last seen wearing a blue jacket with multicolored hood, a yellow, blue, and green windbreaker, dark blue sweatpants, and white Fila sneakers. And if you have any information about Dwan Sims, please contact Livonia Police Department at 313-421-1920. And like I said, that's we're coming up on... 1994 it is now 2023 almost 2024 we are coming up to 30 years that that little boy would be 32 years no i'm doing my math wrong he's 28 Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. sorry 28 Mm. he's 29 this this year he'd be did they ever investigate like victor was i'm assuming her boyfriend Yes, and that was the one thing I found really odd is nothing ever was brought up more about him in, like, what he was doing. I couldn't find anything on Victor. Because, like, as soon as you said that, like, I was like, hold up, red flag. We don't want to wake up Victor to watch the kid. Right. Right. Like, that was that was a red flag to me. I don't know if it would be to others. It now, was just my own <clears throat> interception. Now, I'm wondering if that is what Beverly was trying to hint at. Stop looking at my daughter. There's someone else you need to maybe. And I don't know if Beverly eventually came out to say, hey, check her fucking boyfriend. I don't know. Yeah, but the- then also, like, she goes into the mall and, like, you would almost, like, you would have to see the child like because you said there's no stroller there was so no it's not like you could hide him yeah there, he was not in a stroller he walked right within her with her now did she lose him in the mall or did she lose him outside the mall like that's the thing that's weird yeah but if she's like i hate making accusations i don't want to make accusations but like right no i know assuming the situation and that he's not in a stroller will not hold her hand you at least think he would hold her hand across the street to get into the mall entrance i'd like to think so and at the mall entrance i'm assuming they have cameras yes and that's where they found her her walking in for the first time at 4 p.m and he's not there no and they asked her and they asked her about that so automatically in my head i think maybe there may have been again i'm making a huge accusation there could have been an accident because it doesn't sound like she was an awful mother. It sounds like there may have been a mishap and this was a cover-up. Might be. Because he doesn't sound like he was ill-treated no. or anything. No, he wasn't. I said that there was no signs in his four, short four years of any neglect. And everybody who knew Duana said that she was a very kind and caring and doting mother very concerning Mm -hmm. mother but accidents do happen Uh, absolutely and if you freak out especially in the wrong way you could try to cover up the accident where you think you're kind of like protecting yourself and your family but you're actually not well one of the articles about Dewana and her situation and Dewan is a situation that she took to the 
that she now took to the grave because she's now no longer here. Mm -hmm. Rest in peace, my dear. Maybe you might be with your son now. That sounds really harsh. But like you said, in typical cases, my biggest thing is 48 hours. I mean, not 48 hours. You just don't go missing like that. Like it, it literally sounds like he was just. But he didn't go missing. He was never there. That's, that's the issue yes, but even in in all the areas that he would have been there's still no sign of him exactly it was like he just vanished like he never existed there was something she took to the grave that she didn't tell everybody else there was some other there's gotta be there is 100 percent gotta be something else that she took to the grave that she didn't say because you're gonna capture that little boy whether he's tailing behind her or she's holding his hand going into the entrance. And I'm sorry to say this and sound so fucking brash and beach judgmental. Mm-hmm. But if you're going into the fucking mall without, like, crossing the street without your child's hand in your hand, I'm sorry. That's that's bad parenting. Mm-hmm. That is just really bad parenting. Mm-hmm. They could easily stop to, like, pick up a rock. I don't know. Fiddle with their shoe. Whatever it may be. And bend over and get hit by a car. Why are you not still holding your son's hand? Yeah, and I don't, I don't know. And the only way that would be become of is because there was no hand to hold. Yeah, I, I don't think he was at the mall. I'm wondering if, because parents, there's parents who do this, would they forget their kid in the car? Now it's winter, so I'm not saying that she forgot him in the car or anything, but I'm wondering if she forgot him somewhere else or he disappeared somewhere else. She made a lot of stops. I'm still hung up on the Victor thing because as soon as you said that she didn't want to wake him, like, was it wasn't his son. I get that. But still, if you're her partner, mm-hmm. like, she's going to go get, like, I don't know, like, Christmas toys or whatever. Mm-hmm. You think he would be okay. I'm not saying he's obligated to, but he would watch the kid. But instead, she said she didn't want to wake him. Mm-hmm. So it almost seems like he has a temper. Maybe. I like, that's, that's the impression I got. And again, I'm making accusations that I don't know the situation. I don't know the people. It's just it's just my opinion from the story you've told. I would say that the police did everything that they were supposed to do. Absolutely. And this one, I stand 100% behind and the police. And the police themselves couldn't find anything that would even remotely point. I'm assuming if they didn't find anything to incriminate her, I'm going to assume that they were also looking at Victor. I would like to think so since they live together. I, that's, you would think so. Yeah, they would have to. That's an assumption. So I'm going to assume that they probably were looking at them as a whole. But really talked more about Duana because, like you said, too, with, like, um, the West Memphis is looking at the parents. That's always the first people you look at. And they looked at his dad. And dad was cleared of well, yeah, his alibi. Well, yeah, have custody of them. So you would think that maybe he might kidnap them. Yeah, that happens all the time. Happened to me. Happens. Yeah. The, they say all the time, the number one person who's going to uh, cause an abduction. And you see it all the time. Yeah. The Amber Alerts, it's a family member. It was my mother. Lo and behold. Yeah. Like, it, it happens constantly. Mm-hmm. So, I totally get why they looked at Dad right away, and Dad was cleared right away. So, I get why they focused a lot on Mom. I'd you like... You have to, because from the point where she... The story she's telling, you leave the car, you go to the entrance of the mall, where you're you're on recording, entering the mall, mm-hmm. but there's no child in between that timestamp. There's no child seen in the mall, period. 
I mean, That's there's other like, children, just not her. And there's no stroller. There's no fucking stroller. Oh, she didn't have a stroller. What the? Yeah, that. Uh, there's something else there. There's I'm a sorry. lot of confusion in the evidence that is given, but uh, it's. I have to kind of applaud them that they are just because they don't have any solid evidence that they didn't do much more with it. I mean, they could have easily taken that to court and just showed that information, oh, and everybody like would. With- yeah. All the other fucking cases. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and all the other people would have been like, yep, she did it. I'm not saying that she's guilty. No, I know. I'm just saying that she knows something else that wasn't said. Because she obviously, again, may have been protecting her own ego and didn't want to look like the bad mom. But there's some kind of, there's something that wasn't told. There, there is a detail that's missing. There's and, a huge detail. And maybe one day it'll be, maybe one day it'll be out in the open yeah maybe with especially with the um what you got the, like the ancestry like dna stuff that's all that's happening and whatnot yeah people are constant they're constantly solving cold cases just because of people doing the whole ancestry thing mm-hmm. but this- exactly like with um what was it it was uh what's his face clown face gary why am i fucking blanking Mm. The one with the 33, like, dead boys. I give you all the facts, but I can't remember his name. John Wayne Gacy. Sorry. I don't yeah. know why I said Gary. But they recently discovered one of his victims as being related to somebody who did the DNA. Mm-hmm. Maybe not recently. It was a couple years back. Right. But either way, it's solving cold cases. Yeah. So hopefully maybe something that situation does happen and there's some like some kind of closure for the family Mm -hmm. i feel bad for her i feel bad for the family i definitely feel bad for the child Mm -hmm. um but there there's something missing in that case there's a there's something and there's something that was left out and i'm sorry it's on her behalf yep and unfortunately because of her passing now almost three years ago we'll never know it unless she told somebody and they finally come forward which you can anonymously, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. You can anonymously, like, put the tips out there and whatnot. There's, um, you know, always the Crime Stoppers and everything like that. And not saying that maybe a crime happened, but if you know anything. I it get- just, it, it, like, from the car to the beginning, like, it, it still doesn't add up. Like, unless he just got abducted in the parking lot. So if that did happen, if that did happen... And she goes on to continue shopping. It still looks bad on her. That she didn't notice her kid wasn't walking with exactly. her in the mall. And I get you can go a couple while without noticing your kids walking in the mall. But like still it's bad parenting. I'm sorry. At the end of the day, it's still a fucking bad parenting. Yeah. You should notice your kid gone. Mm. Agreed. Oof. Yeah. That poor sweet little boy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. His smile. I know. I saw the TikTok when we got tagged. It I was like. Oh, is he the cutest? He is so cute. But to know that's what is... That's his story. That's his story. I'm not going to say it's his ending because hopefully he's still out there. I hope so. My hope is with that as well. And it, like I said, the one thing that really got me is like nobody just nobody just vanishes off the face of the earth. And that's how this sounds almost. Is like this little boy just gone. And he was wearing some bright colors. Like yellow, green, blue, windbreaker. That's that, mm-hmm. I know what them windbreakers right? look like in the nineties, and they're loud. They were they were loud and they were loud. <laughs> yeah, color and sound. 
So, mm, yeah, that is mm. that is Dwan Sims. I don't feel right about that one. Yeah, it's a cold case, so there's nothing more to get from it. Well, but, hopefully somebody, some of you toasties know something out there. Please reach out. Please do. No matter what it is, be it good news or bad news for that, just to put all of it to rest for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank or, you for sharing. Yeah, I wish I, I wish I had more of a happy ending, but it is a short. It is a short story compared to our last three, so it's yeah. a nice little little ear break for you guys. And I'm sorry, not on a happy note that I have anything more to go for with it, no. but. Thank you to our TikTok toasty for that for that one for us to talk a little bit about it. That was that was interesting to go over. There wasn't much to go over with it, but I was like, I still want to get his name out there. I still want to get Absolutely. his story out there. Yeah, because no matter what, you know, his his story deserves to be told. And if we can help in any kind of way with our like little podcast, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Like get it out there immediately. Yeah, as soon as we can. Yeah. But if you guys have any other stories you guys want to hear about, you want us to research more. Tag us in it. Tag us. Find us on the TikTok like this one is or Facebook or Instagram. You can email us. Go on our website. Check that out. ToastedShenanigans.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's ugly and you're looking at it, I apologize. But I hope by the time you're listening to this, it's not ugly anymore. Yeah, we're working on it. We're working on it. It was set up for us. <laughs> it, it was set up for us by my wonderful husband. And we've been we've been the slackers yeah. <laughs> and not Sorry, touching it yet. So we're we're working on it. We're gonna have it prettied. Um, until next time, though, guys. Bye. Bye.